You're about to listen to a message by Pastor Ikena Okeke of the Father's Church. Please join Pastor Ikena Okeke and be blessed. Okay, please help me welcome someone before you take your seat. Are you glad to be in God's house? Praise the Lord. This is my Father's house. And I welcome you. Praise the Lord. Amen. I like that. Hallelujah. It shows he's in the spirit. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Amen. Today is um, Holy Communion Day and um, I trust that we will not live here the same way. Amen. I trust that we will indeed commune with him. I trust that the sacrifice that our Lord Jesus Christ sacrificed for you and I will become effective in us in the name of Jesus. I have some meditations and uh, I, I trust that the Spirit of God will help us as we go on. Um, a, a few Sundays ago, I had written this down, but I didn't get the opportunity to share it, so I may just start from there. And, and it says here, it says that the evil... And the wickedness of our times will have two opposite, two directly opposite impacts on people. The times we live in, you know, all that is happening in our time is going to have two opposite impacts on people. And this impact is going to have on people will be determined primarily by their DNA. Okay, by their composition, by their nature, by their natural instincts what is inside of person so the environment is going to be the same but how people respond is going to be determined by who they are praise the lord and the first environment or rather the first set of people that are going to show us this environment are the children of god the children of this god that we worship the children of the almighty the children of the god who says i am almighty walk before me and what be blameless the children of this god and that is shown to us in acts chapter 2 verse 17 you can please put it on the screen for us in acts 2 17 we are told that in the last days this is what is going to happen he says it shall come to pass in the last days." says god that what will he do he says i will pour out of my spirit on all flesh so the last days evil and all of that that is going to happen a set of people are going to increase in anointing and i thought you say amen. amen yes a set of people will have more he says i will pour it out previously we are being filled but he says in these last days there is going to be an outpouring and this is what is going to happen your sons and daughters shall do what prophesy your young men shall see visions your old men shall dream dreams so he says, I'm going to become more, uh, uh, how is it now? I don't know, more generous with my spirit in the last days. Okay? And in 2 Timothy chapter 3, that is a bit long, but um, we can just read verse 13 and 14. 2 Timothy chapter 3, yes. He says, in this last days, these evil men and impostors, what are they going to do? They will grow worse and worse, deceiving and worn being deceived okay but look at 14 what it says 14 says but what happened he said but you talking about who the other set of people he says but you must continue in the things which you have learned and been assured of so the last days coming evil men will grow worse okay they will grow worse they will be inventive in evil they will be creative in being bad but it talks about the other set of people and this is the other set of people what do they do they continue in the things which they have learned and they are, have been assured of knowing from whom they have learned it and who whom have we learned from you see looking unto jesus the author and what the finisher of our faith and last sunday we saw how our lord jesus even at the point where he was being crucified what did he say did he curse them he didn't curse them he said father what Forgive them for they don't know what they're doing. So he remained who he was in spite of the circumstances. Praise the Lord. Now let's see the second set of people. The people who are not children of God. People of the world. 
And we see them in Acts 28, 27. Can actually give us 26 and 27. 26 and 27 says, 26. It says, go to this people and say, hearing you will hear and shall not understand. And seeing you will see and not perceive. 27 says, for the hearts of this people have what? Grown dull. Their ears are hard of hearing. Their eyes they have closed, lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears. Lest they should understand with their hearts and tongue, so that I should heal them. The mercy of God is still eager to meet them, but they say no. Whereas on the other side, we see people who are becoming more yielded to the Spirit. On this other side, we see people who are being hardened. And that is why you and I must, you know, as much as it's within us, love the unsaved. Let's see by whatever means, praise the Lord, that God can turn them over. Because we're in very, very, very desperate times and the division is going to become the drift or the gulf is going to get wider and wider and wider. And you and I must continue to extend our reach to be vessels through which God will save somebody in the name of Jesus. So this is what it is in this time. However, for those of us who are the children of God, there is something that we need to watch. In Matthew 24, our Lord Jesus, still talking about the end times, said something in verse 12. In Matthew 24, verse 12, our Lord Jesus Christ says something there. He says, because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will do what? Will grow cold. Now, at this point, our Lord Jesus is not talking about the people of the world. He's talking about the people who are what? Children of God. He's talking about the children of love. And he says, because lawlessness is going to abound, these children of love will begin to do what? Will begin to grow cold. And that is our business for this moment. Praise the Lord. And if I were to guess a theme which I'm sure may not capture it at the end, is that you should check your temperature. You know, in these days, at the end of the service, we are going to put something there that says what? You know, when you come in, wear your face mask, check your temperature and all of that. As Christians... We are to check our temperature as well. It's not only NCDC that requires us to check temperature. Okay? We should check our temperature because we are in times where if care is not taken, we will grow cold. Not intentionally. Just by leaving yourself, you will grow cold. And why we're saying this is this. Today, we're going to come to the table of communion. We're going to come to eat and to drink of the broken body and shed blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus. And in 1 Corinthians 11, 1 Corinthians 11 verse 1, I like what Paul put there, very challenging. When I read it, I say, can I say this? Let's read it together. What does it say? It says, imitate me just as I also do what? Imitate Christ. In other words, as believers, who should you imitate? You should imitate Christ. Okay? So whatever we see Christ do... That is what we should want, strive to do. Whatever we see Christ, you know, exemplify, that is the direction we go. Now, in Luke 22, in Luke 22 from verse 14 to 20, we see where the first communion was, you know, uh, um, was uh, uh, eaten or shared. And this is what the Bible says. It says, when the hour had come, he sat down and the 12 apostles with him. Just like we're seated. And 15 says, Jesus said to them, with fervent desire, I have what? Desire to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. Just hold on. He said to them what? With fervent desire, I have what? Desire to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. Now, Jesus at this point was going to go to his death. This was the beginning of the passion of his suffering. Okay, all this while nothing had happened. And this was going to kick started. And this is what he said. He said, I couldn't wait for this hour. Praise the Lord. He says, I'm zealous. I'm excited. I've been desiring this moment to come. And the challenge, you know, that as I saw this, that the Spirit of God began to say to you and I, is where is your desire? Where is your pursuit? For him, because you see, 
as we come, remember our Lord Jesus in John chapter 6 when he was speaking to the Jews. He said to them, unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, what? You have no life in you. Okay? He was saying to them, I'm going to make a commitment. And you must be able to meet me at that place of commitment so that we can walk together. The Bible says, can two walk together unless what? They be agreed. Okay? So he, he said there that... I'm going to go to the extent of what? Allowing my body to be broken for you and allowing my blood to be shed for you. Okay? You are going to come to the extent where you eat of this body and drink of this blood. When you do that, you have life. Now, but we see something there now. Jesus is not asking us to kill ourselves. Praise the Lord. He's not asking us to break our body. His sacrifice is one and what? Enough forever. Praise the Lord. Up till today, the blood of Jesus is still what? It's still saving us. It's still satisfying us. It's still making a way. We are still overcoming the devil by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimonies. Praise the Lord. That blood is more than enough. But that blood also requires that you have an, a temperature. I don't know how to communicate this. The easiest way I think this may come across is, have you had some drinks? I think there was some tea some time ago that we had in the house. And if you drink that tea cold, it is bitter or sour. If you drink it hot, it tastes better. I think we had something like that. If you heat it up, okay, okay, let, let's leave tea. Let's leave tea. I think this one will communicate better. How many of us have drank hot Coke, Coca-Cola? Will, will it do you good? Very hot one. But it's the same Coke. Praise the Lord. But if you drink it chilled... What happens? It feels good. It's the same drink. Okay, but what has changed is what? The temperature, the heat in it. Now, the same way, you and I, you know, as, as children of God, there is a necessary temperature we must be operating at to benefit from the things of God. And that is what we begin to see. Our Lord Jesus speaking, okay, in the Old Testament, Psalm 69, verse 9. It says, zeal. For your house has what? He said, has consumed me. You see, praise the Lord. Holy Spirit, help us today. He says, zeal for your house has what? Eating me up. And the reproaches of those who reproach you have fallen on me. But better still, let's look at Isaiah 59, 17. I think that might capture it well. In Isaiah 59, he's talking about his salvation and what he's going to do. And he says, he put on, Isaiah 59, 17, please. He says, he put on righteousness as a breastplate. Okay? And a helmet of what? Salvation on his head. You remember when we are told to what? Put on the whole armor of God. So this is what he's talking about. So righteousness, breastplate of righteousness, helmet of salvation, waist gathered with, you know, belt of truth and all of that. And then finally, finally, the last verse says, and was clad with what? Zeal as a cloak. That word cloak is coat. Now, if you put message, message captures it a bit, so you, you get what I'm saying. Can we have the message translation of it? It says, and after he had done that, the last part says, and threw a cloak of passion across his shoulders. I get in the picture now. So, in all that he's wearing, he needed to put what? A cloak of passion. Praise the Lord. Let's see the NLT. The NLT also might make it, you know, a bit clearer for us as well. He put on righteousness as his body armor and placed the helmet of salvation on his head. He clothed himself with a robe of vengeance and wrapped himself in a cloak of divine passion. It's like the, the mother of the house putting different ingredients in the pot. And finally, what does she do? She puts fire under. If all the ingredients are in the pot and there is no fire, you know there is no food. There is food stuff, but there is no food. Now, what this passage is saying is this. That heat is necessary to bring, to convert all that I've done to your benefit. Praise the Lord. And the same way on my side and on your side, for us to benefit, you know, part of what, you know, we, ha we, if we have time. Is the account in Acts chapter 3 from verse 1 to 10 where the, the, the lame man who sat at the gate beautiful, 
He sat there every day, every day, every day. And he used to come to the temple. Okay, he used to come to the temple. And he would come, he would sit down and be begging. And every day he would beg and he would get some alms. And it must have been a, a steady life for him. But on this particular day, the disciples of Jesus met with him. And they had a conversation. And what it was, was that these people said, The thing you normally get, and you've come here for, we don't have it. But we have something different for you. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, do what? Rise up and walk. And the man got up and walked. But the attention the Holy Spirit took me to in that passage is, where the Bible says, this man, I think it's verse 8. Can we see verse 8, please? Thank you. Okay, give us 7 and 8 so, so we get a perspective. So in 7... Peter took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately his feet and ankle bones what? Received strength. Now look at verse 8. This same man who was sitting there all the while, what did he do? He leaped up, stood, and walked, entered the temple. And what did he begin to do? You can see that his temperature had changed. Praise the Lord. His temperature had changed. What was he doing? He wasn't strolling in. He wasn't just walking in. The Bible says he was walking this was somebody who sat all the while and was what? Leaping. And then what else was he doing? He was praising. Why? He had had an encounter with the living God. Today my prayer is that you will encounter the living God. So that your temperature can go up. In the name of Jesus. You see, whereas the environment we find ourselves in, the world, the coldness and the difficulties and the terrible things happening around us, they work to cool you know, our temperature, the encounter, the interactions that we have with God in our private place and in different places. You know what that does? It wakes us up. And if you're not sensitive and, and intentional about it, you will just grow cold and it will be normal. Praise the Lord. You'll grow cold and you'll be normal. you find yourself and the things of God don't move you anymore. It is simple. It means that the influence from outside has become stronger than the influence from inside. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? In this account we see here, what, what the Lord was ministering to me was that everybody around him must have thought what is wrong with him. But you see, nothing was wrong with him. It's just that what was wrong had been made right. Is somebody getting what I'm What had been wrong all the while, which made the environment to remain calm, had been made right. And why? Because some person said, Jesus is here. Things can't remain the same. I've come to say to somebody, Jesus is Lord. Things don't have to be ordinary with you. And for those who already know Jesus is Lord, and you know things are not ordinary, then why is my temperature cold? Why is my temperature cold? Simple. The times are beginning to have effect on me. The weather is affecting me. The spiritual weather, you know, the things around are beginning to get inside of me. And I'm taking it for granted. You see, I remember my water baptism. How many of us have done water baptism here? By immersion. Okay, if you haven't done it, please, you need to do it. It's important. But, you know, as a young Christian, I mean, I did it. Most of us do it as young Christians. I know that day, almost, if I said that, that I saw the heavens open, it might not be totally true in the physical. But the level of my expectation, why? Because this is what happened when Jesus was baptized. I get what I'm saying. When I went into that water, I knew, praise the Lord, that the person who came out was a new person. Praise the Lord. Why? Because my temperature was that what is written I expect to see it in my life. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? I was expectant and the same thing as I went home that day after water baptism. I could say to myself, this man is a new person. The one who went under the water is buried. The one who got up is the raised one. I get what I'm saying. Now, but over time, what begins to happen is that Christian things begin to be to you like normal. So when they say, let us pray, it is normal. Finish praying and there, what's going to be, going to be. 
When they say let us go to church, it is let us go to church and then we come back and continue with what's going to be. When they say it's communion Sunday, then it's one of those Sundays. But I've come to beg you, if you heat up this communion in your spirit, your life will not be the same. If you add temperature, praise the Lord. If, 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 you, if you understand that the temperature changes poisonous yam. Have you, if you eat raw yam, it's poison, right? Am I right? Uh-huh. What makes yam to go from poison to food? Is heat. Whether you use boiling or you use roasting. Either way, it is just heat. The same way, the things of God, if you come with the right mindset. Let me help us so that it's not as if pastor is just talking. Let, let, let's come to 1 Corinthians 11, which is where we have... Um, the, the Apostle Paul instituting the communion for us now, giving us the breakdown. In 1 Corinthians 11, um, 26 says, For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. 27, it says, Therefore, whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner. Let's take that in a, What will be unworthy? Is it not the same bread? We are eating the bread. We are drinking of the cup. What makes it unworthy? One way it could be unworthy is if I disregard part of what this uh, account is talking about is where you have issues with the brethren, okay? And then you're taking it. But what, what, the, the major one that I want you to say is this. The same bread and the same wine that has that power to bring transformation, it can be made useless. And what still, not just made useless, it can be converted to poison. Because as you know, every strong medication carries warning. In fact, it, it, some drugs are so strong that if you see the label, it is labeled poison. Which means if you're not a doctor, you can't even administer it. You, they don't give you to take home. Those type, you have to come to the clinic for them to administer it on you. Because it's so strong that the wrong dosage will do you more harm than good. The same way it is with what we do here. The, 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 the Christian is, is a privileged person. We handle the same power that created the heavens and the earth. Do you sit and meditate on what this whole thing is about? The word of God you read in the Bible is the same word that spoke the heavens into being. It is the power of your God that continues to make the sun to oscillate. Is the power of your God that is feeding the beasts of the field. Is the power of your God that is doing what's it called? That is doing a antenatal classes for the animals. Have you seen dogs attend? Okay, t- these days dogs might at- attend antenatal classes. But I was reading somewhere that when a giraffe, when a giraffe, you know, gives birth, it, the, the, because you know how tall a giraffe is, it said the child, the baby falls almost four feet on the ground. And when the baby falls, the baby rolls over, okay? And what the giraffe does is it stands over it and kicks it. Because if that giraffe doesn't start walking immediately, it may not, never be able to walk. Now, who teaches the giraffe that lesson? Is there a doctor that gathers them? Antinata, giraffe mothers. Do you understand what I'm saying? It is your God that does that. I mean, if, if, you, if you think on this world, you will fear God. The, 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 the other one that I saw recently, I think, is the seal. Okay, the, yeah, the seal, that ugly one. That's the seal, right? Mm-hmm. The, the, the seals, the, the way they have their babies, they are up to thousands and they don't have their babies. And they said that each mother and each child has a distinct communication sound. So you will look and you'll see black, black, black everywhere. And then you see the tiny baby. Each, each baby there can identify his mother in 1,000. Who taught it that? I get it what I'm saying. If it goes to the wrong mother, that mother can eat it. So it has to be able to identify by communication. Where do they learn that? It is the God you serve who calls you his child. You are the child of that God. Do you understand what I'm saying? That is the God you and I serve. Now, when he now says to you, you shall decree a thing and it shall be established. When he says to you, if two of you shall agree. When he says to you, call on me and I'll answer. Why, why, why do you take it casually? We are going to church. 
the psalmist said, I was excited when what they said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. You know why? He knew the capacity of the God he was coming to. He knew who it was. Jesus said to the woman at the well, said, if you knew me, praise the Lord. If you knew who is talking to you, you would ask him, give me living water. You wouldn't be asking me whether I have cup to drink. You say to me, give me living water. So this morning, I sense the Lord is just trying to, you know, wake us up. Because he's perceiving that the times are affecting us. Not to mention COVID. COVID has killed a lot of people, even though they're still alive. Forget about the ones that they kill in clinic. Some people now, church to them is the enemy. Are you getting what I'm saying? In, you know, it, it's, it's, so, it's, so, it's so funny how believers, you know, reason and, you know, judge and evaluate things. When people meet on personal basis, your friends, amongst your friends, how many of us truly do social distancing amongst our friends? Nobody basically does that. Now, amongst your friends, if you gather to discuss business, if you gather to discuss um, Biafra or Dudua matter, if you gather to discuss Nigeria problem, if you gather to discuss a billion dollar business, in all those gatherings, you don't have a guarantee of the presence of the Lord. The only place you're guaranteed that God is there, it says, where to or more are gathered together in my name. He says what? There I am in their midst. That is what God said. Then it is that very place that people shy away from. It's because they don't know who is speaking. Are you getting what I'm saying? The presence of God is where they put in a dry rod. When there was a contest, who is the one that is chosen as priest? Which tribe is going to be, you know, the God choose? All of us are, pre- you know, priests unto God. And God said to them, it's simple. Let everyone bring a dry rod, bring their staff, and put it in my presence. Let's see what will happen. When they all brought their rods to the presence, you know, and Moses took it and put it in the ark. One night, just one night, you know what the Bible says? Aaron's rod did not just bud. It brought leaves. It brought fruits. This is what would take normally, I don't know how long that should have taken, whether, but at least a year or more, depending on the fruit it brought. Almonds, it was almonds. And in one night, it brought all of that. Why? Because in the presence of God, the songwriter says, there is what? Fullness of joy. What's the other one that says? What can he not do in his presence? Yet it is that presence that people are saying, I can't go. i done this. You, you, it's, it's because your temperature is cold. If you heat yourself up. The psalmist said, I was excited. The best place to be is his house. The safest place to be is his presence. Do you know what I'm talking about? We were singing and drinking Psalm 91 like Milo, but we never applied it. He that dwells, isn't that what we say? In the secret place of the Most High shall abide. But we started running from the secret place of the Most High. But we say, you know what? The problem is not the knowledge. That's the point I'm trying to get. The problem is not the content of the Coca-Cola. It's the temperature. You can't drink with this weather now. I bring you Coke that has been out since morning, 12 noon. No matter how thirsty you are, you can't drink it. It changes all things. The same way it is with our spirituality and our walk with God. So today I hope it's going to be a quick one. As we go to the communion, you need to sit down like the Apostle Paul says. Don't just come here and say it is first communion, it's first Sunday, it's communion. No, what we're going to partake, the Son of God. You know, there, there are so many angles that the Lord was, you know, I was trying to get this across to you. Listen, I'm your pastor. Okay, praise the Lord. And because I'm your pastor, you give me some respect. A lot of us here are, you know, more intelligent, older, richer, more fine and all of that. But you respect me. Now, if I came and started buckling or tying your shoelace, you say, ah, no, pastor, no, never, never, never. Isn't that what you say? Most of you. Some will say, pastor, tie it well. (laughs) And I don't mind. I'll tie it. Praise the Lord. The truth is that I think I'm actually called more into helps ministry. If I had my way, that's where I would have been. I just love, you know. But, you see, it's not my blood we are talking about. Praise the Lord. It's not my blood. My blood can't do you much. It's not even my sweat. It can't do much for you. But the person we are talking about, the angels were arguing amongst themselves, what can he be going there to do? Send Michael. 
Send Gabriel. I get it what I'm saying. Or even better still, speak a word. Or better still, create a new word. So they say, what is man? That word, thou art mindful. What is, what, who are these people? Who do you want to die for? Ike no keke. Do you know what he's going to do to you? Who do you want to, the, the point is, you want to die for that man. Have you heard, have you seen him when he loses his temper? You want to die, you can, you, uh, Jesus, no. But he unveiled his glory. Took away everything. And laid his life down. The songwriter says he laid aside his majesty. He gave up everything for me. Suffered at the hands of those he had created. Now when, we, when he says come and eat of my broken body. We just come anyhow. And we think it will work. It's uncooked yam. Or better still, it is hot cooked. It won't harm you but you won't enjoy. So you just come and go. So th- this morning, I- I'm, just, I'm just challenging us. Because you see... We are in seasons where every ordinance of God is necessary for our sustenance. You know, you know those days when we were in school, you know, as I was, you know, younger in school, and I had this bad habit that if I went into an exam, I've said this here before, I will write enough to pass. Praise God. And then even before the exam, sometimes I read enough to pass. How many of us chose not to read some topics because you didn't like them? There's some topics you just didn't bother because you know that these ones you've read, you can get over 45 or 50. So you will go. So why kill yourself? But I'm telling you, in these last days, that's why it says, I will pour out. I won't just give my spirit. I will pour out. You need full dose of the Holy Ghost. Somebody say amen. You can't play in these days. Listen, they will terrify you. If somebody afraid of COVID, it makes sense. Something that you just pass. And then they say it will kill somebody. Isn't it? Why won't you run from God for it? But the question is this. You should ask yourself, if I run from this person, who am I going to run to? Like the disciples said, to whom what shall we go? Until you're ready, like Michael Jackson. It didn't even help him to live in, uh, uh, you know, he's the one that started wearing this mask before anybody wore masks. And all of that. But it didn't help him much. How much, to what extent, Can a man protect himself? To what extent can a people safeguard themselves? You see, the the mercy of God is overwhelming. But his wisdom is never argued. You know that telling you and I now that after the vaccination, you have to still keep running. So when will this running stop? Meanwhile, some people have not been running and nothing has happened to them. Then I go and vaccinate and I continue to run. Now, there is nothing wrong. Those are just basic illustrations. But those are one of the things that are coming up with the time. Because nobody in this season has run from a profitable meeting. Money making meeting. Nobody. Nobody. I have not heard anybody who said, you know, I was going to, you know, have this meeting and make a lot of money. But because of COVID, the meeting was cancelled. Nobody cancels any meeting. You know why? Because the Bible said... You cannot worship God. Mammon demands worship. Mammon has no respect for any protocol. Mammon will exact what he needs. If you're not willing to pay, go. Now, the only difference is that because God is long and long-suffering, he allows you time. But the word is coming now. And please, don't get me wrong. I'm not just talking about COVID. I'm talking about the times we're in. You, you must check your temperature. Ask yourself, when I got born again, what was my attitude to spiritual things? Praise the Lord. W- w- what did I think, you know, even, even ordinary offering. How do you give your offerings? When we do Thanksgiving here, I see some people, and when they walk out, they drop the thing like that, dropping tissue, used tissue. Do, do, do you see them? Some people just walk the way they drop the offering into the basket. You see? In those days, even if you go to conventional Orthodox churches now, before you drop your offering, what do you do? You bow. Because God is not hungry. The, the church might need money, but God never has any need. And you don't want your money to stop at the church. You want your money to get to God. The truth is, is the people who deceive people and make people give money and all of that, it gets to the church, but it doesn't get to God. And that, you don't want your, you want your worship. The Bible talking about Cain and Abel. Say God had respect. Unto who? 
Abel and his offering. You don't want to give an offering that God does not. They, 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 the angel says, somebody say, no, I didn't see it. You know, God doesn't lie. But do you know some persons came to Jesus and said, didn't I cast out devils in your name? Didn't I do this? And he said, who are you? I don't know you. Does it mean they didn't do it? They did it, but it, it didn't transit from time into eternity. The temperature was wrong. The attitude was wrong. It was a casual thing. What I'm begging us, as we begin this third month of the year 2021, take back your Christianity. Praise the Lord. Ask the Lord, cry to the Lord, revive me again in your ways. When I hear your name, let me respond the way I used to respond when I was a child before you. You know, a lot of things have happened with information. And because information, okay, thank you, Holy Spirit. The, the, the Lord said to me, you know, when, when we're growing up and before uh, technology got to where it got to, when somebody's mad, many families, you know, many places had mad people, but nobody knew. The only mad people you know are those who their madness have brought them to the market. So somebody said, ah, what, what about James? He said, he's fine. James is locked up in the house. We change. So you don't know that there is madness in that family. But in today's world now, eh? Madness with phone. Everybody can just take off phone and say, I beg, who is even God? Who born God? And just enter it. The Bible is crazy and just enter it. You see, madness through handheld device has gone to the market. Families can cover it. Before, if somebody rose up and started saying things like that, they'll call him. They'll say, please come, come. Then they'll push him somewhere and lock him. Know that something is wrong with this. But with phone now, anybody can type anything, can say anything. Can send anything. And unfortunately, because the readers are not discerning. You know, some of us have this weakness. We are not writers. Okay? But a lot of people have too much regard for what is written. Once somebody says, I I read it. To them, I read it means it's true. Do you know that some people are fiction writers? Do you you understand what I'm saying? People, you know, and some of them come out plainly that they are writing fiction. Some mix some, you know things into their fiction so it's not it's not everything that you read that is coming from a sane man even if it's coming from a sane man it's not true the person might be writing according to the revelation or the folly he's operating on you don't give credence to everything he said i read it and then the worst part today now he says it's trending trending just means fools trend more do you understand the, 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 the formula for you know going from the earth to the to, to the sun is it trending but you know what will trend if somebody comes and the breast is showing they say the picture is trending can you see that it's foolish things that trend things that make sense don't trend that's the simple truth reasonable no why because you see the, 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 if it has weight praise the lord thank you holy spirit if it has weight it's chaff that the wind blows anyhow if something has weight, you must take effort to move it. I saw it is trending. It's trending. It, it, that is one reason to tell you that it might be empty. If it truly is carrying something. Even ordinary Facebook. My wife was telling me, her album she did it promote, was trying to promote. If Facebook sees that you, you're sharing something that you know, makes a lot of sense, they will block it until you pay. They say, no, we are not going. This one won't go. But put nonsense. They will allow it to get anywhere. Simple. That's the world we live in. Now, in this world, now, if you and I are not intentional about guiding our minds, guiding our hearts, and getting our temperature right, and knowing to whom we belong. Listen, God is partisan. Let me repeat. God is partisan. That's a nice word to say. What he himself said is that I'm jealous. He said, my name is what? Jealous. It means he's concerned about what you say, what you don't say, concerning him. How you respond and how you don't respond. He says, I'm interested. I have an image. In fact, God is concerned about his image. His image. He said, my glory word, I will not share. That's why for me now, you know what I do? When I go to private places, social functions, if it's possible to wear a coat, I wear so that God will know that I'm freer in his house than any other place. When I'm going there, oh, I wear. Even, you know, my wife helped me and I started. I wear, I wear. Even if people are like, I make sure I wear. Let me send a message. God, I am more comfortable in God's house with your people than any other place. Whereas some people will be more comfortable there. 
than they are with God's people. Now, it's your choice. But what I'm trying to say is this. For what Christ did, and for you and I to benefit from it, there is a worthy manner. Praise the Lord. There is what? A worthy manner. The Hebrews have a saying. You know what this saying says? It says, when a child washes his hands well, what will happen? He can eat from the same plate with adults. So, it's not that adults don't want children to eat food. But it's because what? Their hands are not prepared. This morning, as we go to the table of communion, can we wash our hearts? Can we wash our mentality? Can we wash our judgment? Can we sanctify? On Wednesday, we talked about sanctifying the Lord God in your heart. God is not our maid. Praise the Lord. You see, you know, you know this thing. The, the children of Israel, God did this for them. Even though they said they don't want. God, God said to Moses, bring them, bring them, call them to the mountains. And I will just show a bit of myself so that they will know who they are dealing with. And when they gathered, God, God come, came on top of the mountain. And the mountain was shaking. There was blackness, there was smoke, there was terror everywhere. And they started begging. Say, God, don't speak to us again. Go, go, go. Just stop. Moses, that place you got to meet with God. Go and meet with God. When you come, whatever he says to you to tell us, we agree. Now, why did God do that? God did that so that when you see a man talking, you won't think he's a man you're dealing with. You're not, it's not me. I, I mean, I'm, I'm as much seated together with you and receiving what the Spirit of God is saying to us. There. I'm as much that. That's the simple truth. So, you and I must, for our benefit, hallow him. And like we said, I think last Sunday also, our Father which are in heaven, what? Hallowed be your name. It's the first line of prayer. If you're here, you don't know how to pray. If you kneel down every day and say, God, my Father, hallowed be your name. That word hallowed means revealed, exalted, magnified, set apart. Hallowed be your name. So that you know that as you step out, God is not my mate. God is not my neighbor. God is not my associate. God is bigger than all of that. I get what I'm saying. God is not Boko Haram. These are men. Do you understand? You know, some people say, Pastor, the way you mentioned Buhari, Buhari is a man. Do you understand? The whole government apparatus, they are run by men. Oh, he said, I will show you whom to what? Fear. You cannot fear man. Fear God. What I fear is, I fear God. I fear offending God. Praise the Lord. And that fear is not a fear of terror because I know he's so nice to me. So I don't want to offend him. And then I know he's capable of anything. So I just want to be pleasing with him. You know what? Like I shared with us, and with all humility, I repeat it today for anyone who didn't hear. This one year of COVID 19 has been my healthiest year. Now, it's only God that can do it. Maybe it's just to encourage somebody so that, you know, you just know that God is, you see, he that comes to God must what? Believe that he, God day, God day. Do you understand? Obasan just said I day, can't be, he's no longer there. God day, God day, God is, God is. And this God can meet you at any time and in every situation. He's a way maker. When there's no way, he makes a way. Praise the Lord. He's a healer. Praise. He heals instantly. He protects from even getting sick at all like this one I'm sharing with. And then there, there's some healings that just, you know, orchestrates. And you don't even know you're healed. Pastor Living, you're talking about sleeping and not remembering that you couldn't. This, this is what our God does. In a, at any time, at any place, he is God. If you come to him with the right temperature, you will enjoy God. I'm telling you the truth. He's a good, good God. And that temperature might be called faith. Have faith in God. That's what our Lord Jesus said to them. He said, have faith in God. Have faith in God. The creator of this world hasn't withdrawn. Remind yourself that. The one who created this world hasn't what? Hasn't withdrawn. Okay, another illustration that will help us get that quickly. You know, um, uh, most of us here that drive, you know, cars and, you know, uh, um, a Mercedes-Benz car, you can go to Germany today. And buy a flat boot. Flat boot is 1984. They're still making it about 85, 1985, 86. You can buy, yeah, about that, 1984, 85. You can buy a flat boot Mercedes Benz in Germany today that will have everything in it working clean. Hmm? In Nigeria, 
if you bring a 2020 Mercedes Benz car and use it for one year, everything in it won't be working. You know why? The other one, you run through, you stop by the manufacturer. They put in some things, whatever it is, they fix it. The one here, you run through, you meet my brothers. They will remove something, say, this one, no, they do anything. <laughs> this one, no, they do anything. Ah, okay, no, I don't remove and the car still they move. I don't remove and the car still they move. Listen, proximity to your maker. <laughs> yes, when you live close to your maker, even sometimes without talking, he will say, I need to deal with something there. So don't, don't, don't limit yourself to when there's a, a spectacular demonstration. The, some of us, the greatest divine interventions in our life, you will find out in eternity. You didn't even know when he did it. You didn't know. Why? Because your maker is your husband. He's watching over you. He's interested in you. He's rejoicing over you. He said, listen, he said, not a hair of your head. For He said, I know that is the God we serve. But you see, when we don't regard him, we, 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 we cheat ourselves of those benefits. This morning, what we are going to take is his commitment. Is this saying, he said, he said, this is my body. It's not an empty word. It is broken for you. Say, this is my blood. It is what? Shed for you. And as we prepare to go, I want you to bow your heads and say to the Lord, I want to be in the right temperature. Come and take that place in my life today afresh that belongs to you. You are the Lord. Let your name be glorified. You, you may be listening to me now. And, and you're just saying, preacher man, you're just preaching a lot of things. I want to challenge you. Can, you. can you look to God and tell him this God he's talking about. Can you show yourself strong? Maybe someone's marriage is having an issue. I'm begging you. Or maybe it's a health situation. I'm, just put your trust in him. Tell the Lord, I'm coming to you now. My eyes are lifted. I'm taking my imagination. I'm taking, I, I refuse to be anxious. On Wednesday, we dealt about anxiety. Nobody is anxious for a good thing. Anxiety is, is it this bad that will happen or the other bad that will happen? But this morning, take your eyes and lift it beyond the hills. There is a place where your help comes from and it's beyond the hills. Thank you. We thank God for the vaccination. I'm telling you, I'm thankful because we begin to return to normal. And we thank God for all the things that God has provided. But the psalmist is saying to you and I, as a child of God, you have a supply that is superior. You have a covenant that is supreme. You have a maker that is mighty. You have a lover that is passionate for your situation. He can turn things around. He doesn't need the time that people need. He doesn't need the resources that people need. Right now, today, he's able to meet with you. The songwriter says, after all these years, the blood still has miraculous power. There is still power in the blood. And today, we want to go to it, saying to him, I believe in you. I believe what you did for me. And this day, I'm coming to you. I'm running after you with all the passion that is in my heart. I, I, I want you to get your heart right. And if for some reason you've been cold in your devotion, you've been cold, you've seen yourself, I want you to wipe, just ask, cleanse yourself, cleanse your heart. It's the sign of the time. Okay, that's what we say. It says because of the things that are going to happen. The love of many will wash good. I want you to ask the Lord, please cleanse me. Free me. Heat me up. Don't let what is outside of me, shh, you know, ju just quench my ardor, quench my desire, quench my fervency. I want you to ask the Lord, set my heart on fire again. 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 Yes, yes. Set my heart on fire. Set it on fire for you, Lord. Today, not tomorrow. The Bible says you have no need that anyone will say to you, seek the Lord. I want to be that one. No, I will not need encouragement. I will not need encouragement. It could never be as bad as it was for David as Ziklag. But the Bible says David revived himself, encouraged himself, strengthened himself in the Lord. 
I strengthen myself. Difficulties, pains, situations. The country in Nigeria, the, the, the wickedness and the terribleness of the events in Nigeria. It will not take my Christianity away. It will not take my faith away. Lord, I've been waiting. You've waited on the Lord for 10 years, 15 years, 18 years. Lord, make it of like nothing to me. Refresh me with your freshness. You are beautiful. Open my eyes. The song says, your face is all I see. I, and when I see your face, grace multiplies to me. Uh, if you're doing that and you're ready to come to the table, one more thing, there may be one person here who is saying, preacher, all these ones you're saying, I'm not even sure I've ever surrendered my life to Jesus. Then let's do that before we go to the table now. If you're here, you have never done that and you want me to pray with you quickly. You can raise your hand anywhere you are so I can pray with you and you receive the forgiveness of sins which is what guarantees everything we are talking about and the gift of life eternal life in jesus christ you are here you've never done that you know the enemy is telling you but you're not part of these people you have never been born again but you can be born again because bible said today is the day of salvation so anywhere you are please i can pray with you maybe it's just for you i'm making this announcement raise the hand so i can see you so i can pray with you anywhere you are please quickly quickly Jesus, today is my day of salvation. I want to come to you. Come, my dear. Come if you're raising your hand. Come. 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 Come if you're raising your hand. Anywhere you are, please. Jesus, save me. Save me. Come into my heart today. Anywhere you are, Jesus, I want to pray with you quickly. Lord, I come. I'm coming to you. I'm coming to you. Wash me with your blood. Wash me with your blood, Jesus. Save me. You are here, you've never done that. Please, I beg you, seize this opportunity. Yeah, little children, you can come if, if, if you want to come. Come. It's Jesus you're coming to. Come. Come, my dear, come. Is there any other person? Come quickly so we can pray. Father, we thank you. Thank you for these little children that are coming to you. It's your voice they're hearing. Lord, I come to you. Any other person saying, Jesus, I come to you. Okay, say after me, Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I acknowledge that you are the son of God. You came into this world to die for sinners. I am one of them. I believe you died on the cross in my place. I believe you rose again on the third day for me, for my justification. Jesus, write my name in your book of life. Wash me with the blood that you shed on the cross. Today, I receive the gift of your Holy Spirit and the power to live like a child of God from this day on. Thank you, Jesus. I am born again. I'm your child. God bless you. Praise the Lord. You've been listening to a message by Pastor Ike Naokeke of the Father's Church. We are sure you've been blessed. We invite you to worship with us at Eden Center, Banex Guarimpa Expressway, near Next Kashinkari, Abuja. For telephone 09-290-9000 or 0703-1588404. You can find us online at www.thefatherschurchonline.com. God bless you.